Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The cohort from 20 to 39 are not paying as much attention to these broadcasts and, quite frankly, are putting the rest of us in a challenging situation. I'm asking, I'm appealing to young people to curtail your social activity. Uh, The directions will be quite clear from Dr. Henry, but my appeal to you is do not blow this for the rest of us. British Columbia has tightened, we just heard the Premier of BC, the clip, British Columbia tightening down because of COVID variants. Hospital ICUs are stressed. And so the question is, what's the prognosis in the province? Because what happens in BC is going to affect the rest of the country, of course, as what happens in every province affects the rest of the country. Professor Horacio Bach is back with us. He's an adjunct professor in the Division of Infectious Diseases at the University of British Columbia. Pathogenic virulence factors uh, is one of his areas of study. So how do pathogenic microorganisms successfully infect and multiply in humans? That's going on right now with COVID. Nanomedicine, I find this really fascinating, linking nanotechnology to medicine. And one of the other areas of study for Professor Bach is antibody engineering, Uh, which he's been working on for more than a decade. Professor Bach has been on this program in the past. Thanks for coming back, uh, Professor Bach. Good to talk to you. Thank you for having me. How would you assess the threat of the COVID pandemic today, and particularly in your province of British Columbia? Um, Unfortunately, I I don't see a good uh, horizon at this point. Um, and something that, you know, uh, uh, the public health and uh, Dr. Bonieri uh, uh, mentioning all the time, you know, avoid gathering, um, you know, it's not the time. And what we see now is just the, 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 the spike in the number of cases um, in BC that is um, very complicated at this point. Um, the number we have in the last uh, week, basically, is over 1,000, and in the last three days, we are over 1,200 per day. Right. So, um, unfortunately, um, you know, it's a matter of time that this uh, variant, specifically the Brazilian variant, that is uh, running very fast, um, not running, the, the transmissibility is very high, and it's a matter of time that we'll go over all Canada. It's not, a, it's not going to stay here in BC. It's going to, because we don't have a closed a, a, a border. So it's just a matter of time that we reach the rest of the population. And unfortunately, the, you know, the, we need to be more serious as, as, as a citizens and, you know, try to kind of obey it and continue with the guidelines because the government cannot do everything alone. Yeah. So let me go into your areas of study and ask you to comment on these questions because this is what you do, and uh, and you do, it, you do it very well, and I've always enjoyed our conversations. Is this pandemic about to be at least somewhat controlled by vaccines, or is this virus going to stay at least a step or two ahead of vaccine development for some time? Uh your question is very, very complicated to answer yes or not, because at this point, we don't know. The main concern is that uh, here in BC, at least, most of the cases are already related to variants. The original strain that you, we talked in the very beginning that we call the Wuhan strain, the original, uh, 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 um, the original one, it's almost disappeared. 
you know, and that is com- a, a competition between viruses as well. The more that is more aggressive or more uh, uh, it, 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 it has advantages, will take over. And then we see here in BC, most of the cases are related to the variants. And uh, it's a problem. We don't know these variants a lot, uh, specifically the Brazilian one, because um, this virus, there are reports already from Brazil they, that it, it can reinfect the same person. And they are talking now now uh, as a P2. You know, the va- Brazilian variant is called P1. Now they are talking about P2 with new mutation. So the problem is that uh, we don't know the, what will be the vaccine uh, protection against these variants. Some paper uh, studies that they were published already, they mentioned that, you know, using a uh, blood from people they recovered already from the disease, they don't protect properly, um, you know, in the reinfection. So that was done, of course, with the with cell lines, and it's not exactly human because we cannot do experiments, you know, in humans. But they, um, it looks like a, they can what we call escape the immune system means that the antibody you produce as a result of the vaccine may not be sufficient to block or to stop the transmissibility of this virus. That is the main issue. And of course, right now, nobody has the answer because we don't know. Yeah, so if I look at um, at the specific specialties that you're studying, the pathogenic virulence factors, yeah. how do pathogenic microorganisms successfully infect and multiply in humans? And then I'll look at the second area of your study, nanomedicine, linking nanotechnology to medicine, which sounds wonderful, sounds like it has tremendous potential, and then antibody engineering or designing antibodies. Uh, You've been working on that for a decade. Is there any way to put in two minutes to provide us with an overview of how what you're studying can, in fact, positively affect the outcome, our human outcome, when battling this virus? Okay, I'm just referring to the virus because, as you said, if I'm talking with the rest of the project, we'll never finish. So you need to invite me for two hours. Uh, for sure. Probably. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> but but uh, basically, I will focus in nanomedicine because that is what we are working. And just the vaccine of Pfizer and um, Moderna, they are based what we call nanomedicine because we use nano-sized vesicles where we put basically the information inside and this basic uh, genetic information inside and this basically that they are based on nanomedicine production are those that they will go inside the cells and produce the spike protein and our body will recognize and produce vaccines, uh, sorry, antibodies. Now, uh, the area we are working is the developing uh, development of antibodies, as you mentioned, and we engineer some antibodies they are blocking uh, the idea is to block the entrance of the virus into the cells. And we already um, screened and got about 15 different antibodies. Some of them they block partially, but we have four antibodies that they block completely the entrance of the virus into the cell. means that if the virus is in your lung, you know, going around or in your uh, airways, that will be caught by the antibodies. They will latch the virus and potentially will be, a, a, you know, reducing the, the load of the virus in your, in your body. So um, that is done. Uh, we work in the level three that we have at UBC. That is a very complicated work. It's not easy to work there because the restriction, you know, the, the safety that you need to have. 
but uh, these uh, four antibodies were sent to UK to do animal model because we did already in cells. We show, but in order to apply for ethical approval to do a uh, testing in human, you need a animal model. So um, by end of this month, we need to have results already with the antibodies. Uh, they means the the animal that in this case are mice. They are transgenic mice. They were uh, treated with the virus and two doses of the antibodies. Mm -hmm. So um, we expect that the mouse, uh, the mice or the mouse that we, we inject will be basically a rescue and doesn't continue with the disease. It means we stop the progression of the disease. Okay. Now, hopefully by end of this month, we'll have great news. And then uh, the next step will be to start to apply for, uh, we need to get funding to do the, the clinical trials. It's a lot of money. Yeah, these these things are always expensive and time consuming, but thankfully, thank goodness you're doing it, and uh, and this is what we need. This is the kind of development that we need because people were surprised that, at how quickly a vaccine or vaccines became available. But it wasn't because somebody woke up on day two of COVID and said, "I better develop something and let me get it out to the people in the next ninety days." This has been going on for years and years and years, where scientists like you were preparing for the vaccine that we got so quickly. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. I'm telling you, it's um, my hours in the very beginning is about one year. I have a federal funding to do this antibody. It was 18 hours nonstop working in the lab, screening and screening and screening until we got the antibodies. And then until I got the access to the level three, that is another story. It takes months over months, paperwork you can't believe, and that's it. So we are in the final stage. Okay. And the one thing that is very interesting that one of the antibodies I selected is also uh, targeting one of the variants. So oh, interesting. Extra, yeah, we That's got great. an extra funding now to um, use the variants and test the antibodies as well because okay. you know, we, make, we want to make sure that we cover all these variants as well. I think it's fascinating work, and, uh, and, and thank you for sharing it, uh, what you're doing with us, and it gives people hope. When we hear, when we hear the kinds of... The kind of information that we receive from you and the work you're doing gives people hope. Professor Bach, good talking to you again, and let's schedule that two hours. Yeah, no problem. I will be very, very happy because I start to talk and I don't stop, as you know. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.